Alright everybody, welcome back. We are back from our hiatus. This is Irrefutable Sports. Uh, you're listening to the soothing sounds of Lucas and uh, and uh, Ben over here. Ben, how's it going? Pretty good, Lucas. We have been gone for over a year, but we decided that we have the passion, especially for this amazing 2021 NFL season. Three weeks are in the books. I gotta tell you. A lot of just wild things have happened. The Chiefs are one and two. The Seahawks are one and two. The Carolina Panthers and Denver Broncos are three and oh. Like, sorry, what were you saying? No, I was just saying, I gotta tell you, if you were my youth sports coach and that was the amount of enthusiasm you're putting in the game, I'd feel pretty down right now. So get it, get excited, man. I have the enthusiasm. Is, the NFL is here, man. I just man. want to scream into the mic. Yeah, well, I don't care. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so we're going to be doing a weekly podcast format. We're going to be back weekly here with you guys. Um, so that's going to be a promise. So no more trips to the Sahara for us. We're going to be here. Um, we got some stuff. We got some great stuff lined up for you this week. What we're going to do is we're going to just go through. Uh, ben and I actually do a pick them together, and we're going to go through our picks and kind of week uh, four NFL preview. Yeah, week four NFL preview. <laughs> we're going to talk about our picks on and, uh, YouTube and Spotify. And a bunch of irrefutable other, sports and a bunch of other podcast locations. So if you like Apple Podcasts, um, uh, even now Amazon Podcasts has launched since Amazon Podcasts has actually launched since the last time we made a podcast. <laughs> we last made a podcast in like late July, early August of 2020. We were previewing the 2020 NFL season, and now it's. About to be week four of the 2021 So some of you might have, might have been wondering if we survived the pandemic. The answer is yes, we're still here. Well, I don't know if we, yeah. And we're going to be back making podcast episodes for you. All right, so let's get into the game. So week four, we got the first one is Thursday night. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Cincinnati Bengals. Ben, who did you pick in this one and why? I went with the easy choice of the Cincinnati Bengals, Lucas. Cincinnati playing terrific right now with Joe Burrow at the helm. You know, week one, uh, they squeak out a win in overtime against, in my opinion, a talented Minnesota Vikings team. I know you don't like Kirk Cousins and you don't think he's clutch. That's a different conversation. We're both Packer fans. That's a conversation we will have again. So don't think I'm like, you know totally in love with Kirk Cousins I just I think he's a good quarterback very capable of winning a Super Bowl and Lucas acts like he's just the worst quarterback on the planet he acts like he's Mitchell Trubisky or something so it's in my opinion it's it's kind of like Kirk Cousins is is like a family sedan but you're trying to win the Daytona 500 he's a reliable car but he will not get you across that finish line in first place yeah, but what about those weapons uh, and that defense Delvin Cook Justin Jefferson that Thielen? defense is not nearly as impressive as people think it is oh hey they're not as um, not a, everyone's not on IR like last year where they went seven and nine with the 29th ranked defense congratulations your starters are healthy that doesn't buy you a championship anyway well anyways let's get back to the Jaguars Bengals anyways Bengals they're sitting at 2-1 and one right now, looking pretty good. I mean, they beat the Vikings in overtime week one. Week two, they had a tough loss to Chicago. Um, anyways, week two, you know, tough loss to Chicago, Burrow throwing the three picks um, and just losing a defensive battle there. But week three, the way they played the Pittsburgh Steelers, Joe Burrow's the real deal. Jamar Chase, the man who had stone hands in the preseason, he's the real deal. I'm not going to say Cincinnati's a playoff team or even like that good of a team, but I can easily see them going, well, now we got a 17-game um, season, going like 
um, what would it be? Uh, nine and eight, eight and nine, maybe a ten and seven, maybe. But I'm definitely picking the Bengals this week. Jacksonville has been struggling behind Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer does not look like he knows what he's doing at the NFL level. Offensive line horrible, defense horrible. Trevor Lawrence is just running for his life, and I feel so bad for that man. I hope he doesn't become the next David Carr, where his career is ruined, just like the Texans ruined David Carr. But there's a lot more games to cover, Lucas. So yes, indeed. I'm I'm guessing you're in agreement here. Cincinnati should get Cincinnati, the easy win. Easily. Superior, way superior team. Not close. The next team we have the Washington Football Team at the Atlanta Falcons. Lucas, what is your opinion on this one? So this is one of the harder picks that I had this week because, honestly, I think that the Falcons could probably play them pretty close. But I'm going to go with uh, Ron Rivera and the Washington football team just because I think that defense is better than they've been playing lately. I think they're going to get it together. They Um, got decimated by Josh Allen. Yeah, but that's Josh Allen. And the Bills, I, I truly believe, could be a Super Bowl contender, so I don't really... I don't degrade them too much for that game. You saw them play a bad football team in the Giants, and they were able to handle that pretty well. I, the The Falcons did beat the Giants, but they're both mediocre teams. They're both not that good, I agree. Uh, I think the Washington football team is a, is a leg above them. I think it's not uh, It's not really too much of a question. I think the, the football team wins that game. I agree. I think Washington will also win that game. Okay, so let's move on. We've got the Houston Texans and the aforementioned Buffalo Bills. Ben, what's your opinion on this one? I don't think we have to spend much time on this one, Lucas. Josh Allen, he's emerged, even though it's only week four, he's emerging as an MVP candidate, You know, continuing off of his uh, amazing season from last year. He did have a rough start maybe the first couple games, but he looks totally back. That team is a Super Bowl contender. And where you have the Texans, who are probably – right there with the Jaguars to get the first, the number one pick. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's um, well, I'll tell you what there for Buffalo. Some people say age is wisdom, but not in this case. I've got the Bills over the ancient David Coley and his Texans. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, we got an NFC North battle in Chicago. The 0-3 Detroit Lions at the 1-2 Chicago Bears. We don't even know who the quarterback's going to be for the Bears. Andy Dalton's injured with a knee injury. Um, Justin Fields' first career start last week against Cleveland, completely awful. But I blame more Nat- Matt Nagy for that. But Lucas, what do you think? So I'm not going to lie, I this was a, a hard one originally for me to pick, but then it became more clear as I started to think about the details of the game. Um, when you look at the Lions last week, almost beating a very frisky Ravens team um, who has a very good defense, um, and yes, they, they're pretty one-dimensional on offense right now with their run game being pretty much the focus, uh, but the fact that they just barely lost to that Ravens team, the fact that Justin Fields had, what, 45 yards of passing like last like week? Like 65. So the point is, nowhere near where you need to be. I don't think they solve it next week, and I really don't think that they're going to be ready to come in and, and fight what's going to be a very... What's proven to be over the season a very like driven Rams or er, Lions team, excuse me, uh, fighting Dan Campbell. Campbell, he's gonna go bite some kneecaps. I got the Lions out there winning uh, over the Bears at Soldier Field. This was a tough one for me, Lucas, but I'm actually gonna go against you here and pick the Bears. Uh, they were so horrible last week. How can it get any worse? I honestly, don't know who the starter is gonna be. I heard even Nick Foles could potentially start. But um, I think Matt Nagy knows his job is on the line, and he'll get 
his act together this week, and it'll be a very low-scoring game that I think the Bears will... Justin Fields will get a game-winning drive, and it'll be like 16-13 to 13 or something like My that. My question just before we move on, though, is with what offense? Because that, that offense has looked awful no matter who the quarterback has been this year, and they haven't really proven anything to me that they can really move the ball consistently, so that's why I couldn't pick them. I agree, but also Detroit, they didn't score until... I believe five or ten minutes left in the third quarter, and they only put up 16 points this past week. So their offense isn't that great either, and that Bears defense is still pretty good. So I, I'm gonna trust um, the Bears defense here. The, the Bears have shown me nothing to, to believe that they can put up more than 16 points. So you took the Lions. Right? I took the Lions. I took the Bears. Let's move on. We have the Carolina Panthers, the three and O Carolina Panthers led by Matt Rule and Sam Darnold and that number one ranked defense through three games. Uh, going to Dallas to take on the Cowboys with a healthy Dak Prescott sitting at a comfy 2-1 and one after a 41-21 victory over the Philadelphia so ben, Eagles. I, I want to know your opinion on this game first because I, I, I'm going to save mine for after years. Who are you taking in this game? I'm taking Dallas. I think I see in this game... A, an elite defense, an elite young defense in the Panthers against an elite offense of the Cowboys. And the Cowboys' defense has been a lot better in recent weeks than they were last year. And no McCaffrey. I'm, I could see it going either way, but I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. I think the Cowboys could be a dark horse Super Bowl contender. Crazy for me to say, considering they always choke, but... So this is actually my first major upset pick of the week. I've got the Carolina Panthers going into Dallas and beating the Cowboys. Uh, and real quickly, let's give you a couple reasons why that's the case. Number one, you look at Dallas, historically speaking, and this has been Dallas in the, in the 2000s. Anytime they win a big game like that, they're almost always due for a, a big a, game. A, a, well, playing a big game. Well, anytime they win by a large margin, they usually followed up with a stinker of some sorts. I get Dallas that. is not going to pulverize every team because they just don't, right? And here's another part about it. Mike McCarthy has already almost cost the team a couple of times this season. Uh, eventually, he's going to make a stupid decision. It's going to cost the Cowboys a W. Uh, I could really see that happening in this game. He's proven already he's got really bad clock management skills. I believe this is going to be a very close game. Uh, I think that Carolina's defense is going to be able to do some things to the Cowboys that hasn't really been done to them all year. Buccaneers got a good defense, didn't show it week one. They weren't ready for it. I think that the Panthers are on a roll here. They're well-coached, I think. Um, maybe even more well-coached than the Cowboys at this point. Um, and I think I, McCarthy's doing a hell of a job in 2021, at least so far. I But what does he really coach? He doesn't call the plays. He doesn't do anything schematically in the defense. You're right. He's you're basically right. just Coach Clapp again, but just another version of it. <laughs> Jerry just likes him because he can control him. That's why Jerry likes Mike. So we'll McCarthy. disagree on that one. We're I just disagree on that one. Dak to me is just he's just so great right now, and the way they have that two-headed monster at running back between Tony Pollard and Zeke, just, they're each running so well right now. And then you have Ceedee Lamb and Amari Cooper and but you got to remember Dalton they Schultz. looked really good against the Eagles defense. But what has the Eagles defense done to really show that they're they looked really good against the Bucks defense too? 
Well, I guess the Bucks' defense is struggling in general because they just—they did not look really good. They against looked the Bucks really bad defense. against the. He's a you had like sixty yards. That well, game. not Zeke, but the passing game was really good. I'm mean, I'm talking about the running game, like the two-headed monster. Of the running game, he looked good against the Eagles, but I'm not the convinced. Two, the two-headed monster running game they started at week two against the Chargers because they realized we can't pass every play and win, and that's two weeks in a row. The two-headed monster running game has worked really well. I gotta see that more than two weeks to to really buy into that. I this is a that's a to- a tough one for me. I think it'll be a close, low-scoring game. Um, and I'm taking Dallas though, but I could uh, see Carolina winning. Next game, um, Colts, 0-3 Colts at the 1-2 Miami Dolphins, who still do not have Tua Tagovailoa. Lucas, what's your take? Uh, so you know what? I am taking the I'm taking the Dolphins in this game. Um, I think that at home, I think their defense gets a little bit more right. Uh, Jacoby Brissett proved that he can make plays enough to, to keep the, them in the game against that really hot Raiders team last week. He played a really good game, say what you want, Ben, but Jacoby Brissett played a good game, enough to keep them in the game. I think their defense plays well against Carson Wentz, who honestly is still injured, number one. And number two, I don't really have a whole lot of faith in him to make the plays when he needs to win the game because he really hasn't shown that he can do that, in my opinion. I have the Dolphins winning at home over the Colts. I completely disagree. I do not think Jacoby Brissett is a very good quarterback or starting caliber quarterback. In it doesn't league. matter. He's the one of the best backup quarterbacks I, in the I league. I get that, but Carson Wentz... What I, has I Carson Wentz shown you yeah, that he's I, better than he Jacoby hasn't, Brissett? He hasn't really shown me much, but he well, he's better than he's better than. So why Jacoby is he better Brissett. than that, though? Can you tell me why this season he is better than Jacoby Brissett? Okay, you're you're really stumping me here, but the, the the Colts are a really good football team. They got a good defense, a great offensive line. You got Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman. Ty is injured right now, but you also all got, those weapons are great. But you have to have a quarterback that is you do. You have you them. have Wentz. He played fine last week. Uh, well, I guess not really, but they lost twenty five to sixteen to the Titans. They're zero and three. The point is, this is a really good football team talent wise, and they're zero and three because they played the Seahawks, the Rams. And the Titans. Now you're playing the Miami Dolphins, who lost 35 to nothing to Buffalo without again without. I, Tua. I don't think you should decredit teams for losing a lot to Buffalo this year because <laughs> I Buffalo, am decrediting teams for losing a lot to Buffalo because Pittsburgh beat Buffalo, and Pittsburgh has shown since then they can't even move the damn ball. Pittsburgh beat Buffalo, but that was an aberration. That was because the Buffalo offense the, couldn't do anything against the really good Pittsburgh defense that week. But anyways, my point is, the Colts are due for a win, ladies and gentlemen. Miami, I, I they're, they're a good team. but Miami like, is an extremely well-coached team. So so, is, you, so are the Colts. Yeah, but you take, but I feel, here's the thing, though. In my Col- opinion, the Colts are winning that game. Both, I think both teams on. have really good defenses, and to me it comes down to the quarterback play, and there's nothing that Carson And the quarterback Wentz, play is better is, with Carson Wentz. Not this year. There's nothing he's done in Jacoby Brissett, what has he ever done? Last week he almost won that game in overtime. He, I, It's the hot take. Dolphins win that coin toss. They win that game. Anyway, I, um, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to another game. We've got the... Cleveland Browns taking on the Minnesota Vikings uh, in Minnesota. Uh, ben, what's your take on this one? This is going to be one of the games of the week, Lucas. Cleveland red hot right now. Uh, you know, they lost a close one week one to Kansas City. Beat the Texans week two. Beat down the Bears in week three. I just love what Kevin Stefanski's done for this team. You know, they were a run first team. They play really good defense. And they just kind of play action off of it. And Baker, 
he's instead of just trying to be the savior and make a play every time like he used to uh, before he had uh, Kevin Stefanski as his coach, he just takes what the defense gives him. And he's like a very, very good game managing quarterback. And he continues to get better almost every week, in my opinion. Starting about halfway through the 2020 season, Baker has drastically improved. I think he's due for a new contract. This is a dark horse Super Bowl contender. And then you have Minnesota, who, in my opinion, you know, a lot of injuries last year. They went 7-9, and nine, missed the playoffs. This year, they're healthy. You know, you know, you choke one of the Bengals in overtime week one. I get that. But then you're playing the Cardinals, and it's like you you played so well. You're in a shootout. You missed the chip shot field goal. But then, you know, you played great against the Seahawks. You had a rough start, but you came back and just dominated them the rest of that game. Minnesota's a talented team. They are going to get their wins, but not this not this week. Minnesota, I still think Minnesota's a wild card team, uh, but I think Cleveland is like the number one or number two seed, I think Cleveland, in the AFC. I think Cleveland is that good, and um, I'm picking them this week. Uh, I've also heard Cleveland, just a quick note on the Seahawks. Um, I don't think they're as good as people think they are this year. I, I don't believe at all in their defense. It's not the Legion of Boom anymore. I think Rem- it's pretty remember soft. Remember when, um, in the... Um, in August, when people were saying, oh, the Packers are going to be bad because Aaron Rodgers isn't bought in, but even though Russell Wilson also had conflict, they just randomly stopped talking about Russell Wilson and thought he was back. I think more the Seahawks are having problems with their quarterback in the front office more than the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers has let go of his differences for the time being, and he's just caring all about football. And there's Wilson, I'm not saying he doesn't either. Wilson, fantastic player, but... And that's that team around him is not that good. I think good. Wilson's bought in. I just think that team isn't very good. I think it's Russell the Wilson and a bunch is of man. average players. The O line is not that it's great. It's Wilson, DK, and Lockett. And, and Lockett against players. everybody. Yep. Exactly. That's um, what the team is at this so point. So, Ben, let's move on. What's the next matchup? Next matchup we have are the, the 0 3 New York Giants at the 2 1 New Orleans Saints. Is this game even in New Orleans, Lucas? Do you know the so status this one of this is taking, game? This one is taking place in New Orleans. Uh, the so, Saints the opening are be playing of their the. First yeah, not that it really matters because they're they're playing a pancake team. They, they're going to win this game. Oh, I know. I'm just was wondering easily, if it yeah, was this in the one's Superdome. this one's taking place at the Superdome. Okay. It's going to be the first one back in New Orleans. Um, this game not really much of uh, much of a really a choice here. The, the Saints are going to roll. Something I want to say quickly. I do agree. The Saints are going to roll. Giants and Daniel Jones and Joe Judge horrible. Daniel Jones maybe still could be fixed, but that's a conversation for another day. Joe Judge I think is a horrible coach. Jason Garrett's your offensive coordinator. But anyways, um, Jameis, if you've noticed it, um, he's been kind of a game manager this season. hes I don't think he's thrown for 200 yards in any of the three starts. Um, so I'm curious if he does it this week, or are they going to lean heavily on the run and their defense like they have the previous three weeks? That's kind of smart by I Sean think, Payton, well, though, he, to turn him into a game manager instead of, hey, Jameis, throw for 300 yards at the, 50 times a here's, game. Here's the thing that's always been wrong about Jameis. Doesn't have good decision making. Exactly. So what you do? Hey, he got LASIK eye surgery. Now he can. (laughs) Yeah, he can. If you if you're smart like Sean Payton, what you do is is then you simplify it for him. You don't make him throw it 50 times a game. You just ask him to make enough throws for you to win the game, which is essentially what he's doing. And and honestly, it's it's the best choice the Saints have right now. I don't know that Jameis is going to be the long term QB fix for the Saints. It probably depends heavily on what happens this year. I don't think Taysom is. I think Jameis Um, has a better chance than him. He does, but I I think Jameis is. Job status as quarterback for the Saints depends heavily on what he does this year. I, I, I agree. 
Um, also, week two, he did look like um, Tampa Jameis when he threw a bunch of picks and they got blown out by Carolina. When, when he needs to be extraordinary, he can't do it. it, it, it kinda, I go back to the same analogy with uh, with with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has Kirk more, Cousins is a way better he's, quarterback he's, than he's Jameis. A, he's a higher level sedan. Kirk Cousins is like a Lexus. Look at Kirk Cousins' stats the past few seasons Kirk Cousins, since he's joined the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, he has over 100 pass me, rating every year. Kirk Cousins is like a Lexus, okay? He's a very high end sedan, but he's not gonna. He's not a sports car. But then Jameis Winston is kind of like a, a Toyota. You know, it's a good, reliable car. But if you ask it to go around a track, it's not going to beat other you know sports cars. So that's all right. Moving on here, we have the Tennessee Titans at the New York Jets, and I'm going to speak for both of us here, Lucas. We're both picking Tennessee big. Tennessee. Derrick Henry's King playing Derrick phenomenal Henry's gonna... right now. Uh, obviously, Vrabel has them. He's a very great. He's a very good coach. Just, just one quick note: I, I, people should not completely back off Zach Wilson because he can be fixed. You know, it's the first couple games of his rookie year. He hasn't looked good. I'm not saying he's, he's gonna, looked awful. I'm not saying he's going to be amazing. Jets fans but, are screaming for Sam Darnold back right now. Right, but that's 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 an over, it's over with. That's an <laughs> overreaction, and you need to give that team time the, because the Jets haven't had a stable coaching situation in a long time, and this might not be the answer. But you need to at least give it some time to figure itself out. It's not going to be. I agree. It's not going to be a, a, an overnight solution there. So, so we're both picking Tennessee, Tennessee with a big, like yeah. big over the Jets. All right, Kansas City at Philly. Kansas City, we know they're one and two right now. Um, week one, they got a good comeback win over Cleveland. Week two, they choked in the fourth to Lamar Jackson, and then with I believe it was a couple minutes left, they were in field goal range, and Clyde Edwards-Helaire fumbled, and they lost thirty-five thirty-six. And then last week, a lot of turnovers, and they lost a close one, thirty to twenty-four to. The L- I almost said San Diego. The L.A. Chargers. They've been in L.A. for how many years now? Sorry. I um, wish they were still the San Diego Chargers. Anyways, yes, um, the they LA lost Chargers. a close one to the San Diego Superchargers. <laughs> anyway, uh, Herbert obviously looks like the real deal, and he has ever since he stepped foot on a fo- on an NFL field. But they're gonna. I think they're gonna get it together this week. They're gonna play for Andy Reid. You know, he was hospitalized this week. I heard he's okay though. But Mahomes is still. One of, if not the best quarterback in this league. They have a really talented roster. They're going to get their act together, and I expect them to win huge, huge against the Eagles. Um, Kansas City should still be your favorite, probably, to win the AFC. So here's a couple of comments from me, uh, and I don't want you to overreact here, okay? I am picking the Chiefs in this game, but I do think if you are a Chiefs fan, you do have to be a little bit concerned about the first couple weeks of the season. Now, I'm not saying you completely freak out on the team. I still think they're a very good team. I think they could potentially go 15-2 and two and not I, lose another I, game. I think they lose a couple more. Uh, we'll see. The way that they've... Well, just, let, just let me... Uh, the Sorry. Way, the way that they've been playing, uh, those AFC West games are always going to be difficult. Okay, that's a very tough division. I could easily see them dropping a game to the, to the Raiders this year. Um, like they did last year. The Raiders. Especially with how talented that Raiders team is. Um, and there are a couple other games that are on the schedule that are not gimmies. You know, um, they're going to be playing Aaron Rodgers again. And if the Packers are rolling at that point in time, that's going to be a really good game. So the thought process, I didn't say I think they're going to go 15-2. I, I said they're good enough where they could. I, I, could see, I could see it going one of two ways. You know, I'm not convinced that they're going to steamroll everybody the rest of the season based on the first couple of weeks is all I'm saying. I'm definitely taking him in this game, though. 
Alright, so let's move on. We have uh, the next one. The next matchup we have to talk about is the Arizona Cardinals at the LA Rams, another LA team. Uh, ben, who you got in this matchup? This is a tough one, Lucas. Uh, the Cardinals are rolling right now. They're 3-0. and Rams with Matthew Stafford. I know they gave up a lot for Stafford, but I think trading for Matthew Stafford was the best decision Sean McVay and that front office has made. I know they make a bunch of trades and they try to go all in every year and they don't ever have any draft picks. Well, they have draft picks. They don't ever have first round picks. But this trade, Goff the last couple of years was not playing that well. At 2018, he was a, he was really good in my opinion. But the last couple of seasons, not playing that well. He was holding that team back. You know, you have the number one defense in the league last year. Now you get an elite quarterback in Matthew Stafford and it shows. He outdueled Tom Brady, Lucas, last week. Uh, the GOAT was outdueled by Matthew Stafford. I'm taking the Rams in this one. Um, Cardinals could win. I think they're a very good team. Um, so, uh, this matchup, I've got my second uh, upset of the week. I've got the Cardinals in this game for a couple different reasons. Now, uh, the Rams did prove a lot last week. They showed us a lot in that game, and they are very impressive in that game. However, when you win a massive game like that in the NFL, there's a very easy tendency to overlook your next opponent. Now, I'm not saying that the Rams, the Rams are never going to admit to that. And, and the Rams won't overlook Sean, a 3-0 in listen, division team. Listen, Sean McVay is not going to overlook an opponent. I, he's going to be prepping hard for the Cardinals, but I do think that there, there's going to be less of a sense of urgency because when you play Tom Brady, that's, that's a huge emotional swing for your team. And I, I really do think that... They're not gonna. They're not gonna come out and not try this game. I'm not. I'm not trying to say they're not gonna give effort in this game, but I do think that that emotional swing is something you do have to think about in NFL games because you do see that every season where a team will get a massive win and then the next week they'll drop a game they should win. So in a lot of ways, I do think they should win this game, but I I, I think that Kyler is gonna have a really good game. Um, I think that that team is very capable, um, and I think they're going and. Generally speaking, NFC West matchups are always close. I think that game's going to be close, but I think the Cardinals win. Speaking of that, Lucas, we have another NFC West matchup on tap at the same exact time. The Seattle Seahawks, 1-2, led by Russell Wilson, head to Santa Clara, California to take on the 49ers. I'm taking the 49ers big in this one. The Seahawks, like we talked about earlier, there's not enough around Russell Wilson. He asked for help in the offseason, and they didn't give it to him. His whole team is him, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf. And you can't beat good teams when you don't really have a defense, you don't really have an O-line. And the Niners, I know they lost to Green Bay, but you know they played bad in the beginning. They came back. I think the Niners are a really good team. Are they as good as that 2019 13-3 team? No, no, they're no, not. No, but are they as bad as the 6-10 and 10 team with everyone on IR last year? No, but I, I think the Niners would be a wild card team, and they'll be, they're a pretty good team, and I'm, I think they're definitely better than Seattle. And they're going to... Sean, uh, Kyle Shanahan's going to have them prepared um, to go out there and get a W after the um, disappointing loss to Green Bay. I picked the Niners as well, but I think it's closer than you do. Um, I think the Seahawks are also going to be very motivated to come out there and at least play better. Um, it Ultimately, I don't think it'll be enough. I think there's too much of a talent gap, as we talked about. But again, NFC West game, divisionally, that's almost always close, especially between those two teams. I think it's a close one, um, but I think the 49ers win as well. Then when we talk about our next game, the Baltimore Ravens at the Denver Broncos, we know Denver's 3-0. and Listen, their schedule's been a cakewalk. They've played the Giants, 
the Jaguars and the Jets and are 3-0. I understand Teddy looks good. I get that. They got a good defense. Now you're playing the Ravens, who I think Lamar, maybe the, te- the team around him is probably as worse or as bad as it's ever been since he's been a Raven. But I think he himself is playing better than he ever has. Some of the throws I see Lamar Jackson make on a week-in and week-out basis this season, phenomenal. He still has his legs. I know they don't really have a running back right now. Uh, they're all, their O-line's a little banged up. The defense is still good, but not as elite as it's been in the past. But I'm taking the Ravens. The Broncos, they've, I think they're going to be a little comfortable at 3-0 and think like they're better than they are. And um, I'm taking Lamar to go out there and beat Denver. Lucas, do you agree? I could not disagree more. I've got the Broncos in this matchup. Are you joking? I'm not joking. I thought you, you said that. I thought you were totally joking. No, you really are taking the Broncos. Yes, so here's why. So just listen to your last like thirty minutes or thirty seconds to a minute worth of audio. I mean, their team isn't that good. You just explained all of the reasons they're not going to win this game. But look at so the quarterback comparison. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's take a look at the previous games. Last week, it took them a sixty-six yard field goal from Justin Tucker to beat the Detroit Lions. The hats Detroit off to, Lions. Hats off to Tucker, by the way. NFL record. It was awesome how it just they, bounced right in. They basically, you know, they beat the Chiefs, but they beat the Chiefs because Lair fumbled. Otherwise, we both know that's that's a, that's an hell. Uh, and you know that Lamar Jackson's always going to play off his tail when he plays Mahomes because he wants to win that match. Threw a pick six on the first drive of the game. <laughs> the point. So the point being is right now, looking at the teams, the Ravens don't know who they are. They don't have a running game that's that's stable besides Lamar Jackson. Half of their receiving core is still hurt, so Lamar's got no chemistry with that. Their defense looks good, but their offense is nothing special. And you can say what you want about this Broncos team, and yeah, they played inferior opponents, but they know who they are. It's week four of the season, and they feel like they're a much more figured-out team at this point. I do not think the Broncos are going to be better than the Ravens when the season's done. But I think at this point of the season... This is easily a game the Ravens could drop. I've got the Broncos winning in Denver, making our friend Mason very happy. I couldn't disagree more, but let's move on. And we have the, oh, sorry, not the Sunday night game. It's also a 3.30 game. I apologize. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the 1-2 Steelers, who played like crap against the Bengals last week because their offensive line is one of the worst in the league and Big Ben looks old. But they still have that elite defense. Going to Lambeau Field to play Aaron Rodgers. Lucas, who are you taking? Defense is elite, but they're still down a lot of people right now. We don't even know if TJ Watt's playing that game. He was injured last week. I don't think he is. He's gets a bad groin injury. So that that that's a big difference right there. Um, that makes me a lot more comfortable picking the Packers. I probably would have picked him either way. Big Ben's got a noodle arm, and they really haven't had much of an offense to speak of. I got the Packers. I agree. Uh, the Packers' offense has looked elite the last two weeks. I know they had that stinker week one against New Orleans. I just think that was kind of an outlier game. They weren't really prepared. They underestimated the Saints. A lot of reasons, but I think they're in a groove now. Not even just offensively. I think that defense is playing well. Sure, they did give up a lot of points in that second half to the Niners. But hey, they um they got the W, and that's all that matters. I'm taking Packers big over the Steelers. I don't know how the Steelers... I know the Packers' defense sometimes is inept, but I don't see how the Steelers score points in this game. I don't see them being and, able to uh, run the ball. I don't. I don't know what they do. They can't block anyone. Uh, but all right. With, then, with that, hello. 
it's Sunday Night Football. We got Adele on the commercials for this one uh, for Sunday Night Football. We got Brady coming back to Foxborough. The media networks are certainly trying to hype this one up um, big time. Um, Ben, what's your what's your vibes in this game? I know Tampa didn't play their best football against the Rams last week, but I don't think they played that awful. Um, I'm still taking Tampa to. I think Tampa's going to beat the Patriots pretty handily. Some people I've heard um, this week say Tom Brady's going to be too emotional. He's going to play poorly, and I'll, I disagree. I think he's going to be more motivated actually against Belichick to play well. And let's be real. I know some people are trying to say, "Oh, Mac Jones is so good." I I don't think he's he's not as good as. I don't think he's as good as people say he is. He looked horrible last well, week against a, New Orleans. He's a rookie quarterback. I get that, but, uh, but that, they they try to play so conservative on offense, and then when the running game doesn't work, he's trying to pass and he holds the ball too long. He's not. People say he's accurate. I don't think he's that accurate. He throws the ball really low. He doesn't see the pressure coming at him. He gets hit as he throws, and then oh, it's intercepted. And it's like I just. Against that Bucks defense, I just don't see how he's they're even going to score points. I, I think scoring points is going to be a problem for the Patriots all season. Well, um, so he, here's the problem with, with expectations and rookie quarterbacks. No rookie quarterback. You should have just kept Cam ever, then. Hold if, on. You should have just on. kept Cam if he's hold not going to score any points. But Cam wouldn't really score many much much more points either. That's that's my personal Cam opinion. Cam got him to seven and nine with a terrible team. They upgraded the team at every level this offseason. The Patriots can still go to seven and nine this year. I truly believe it. They can't because there's there's not sixteen games anymore. Yeah. Seven and ten. Seven and ten. They can do it. But the point the point is that, that people when they look at rookie quarterbacks expect them to produce right off the bat, and most of them do not, not even close. So the the thought process that Mac Jones is going to come in and revolutionize the league it, it, is complete. It's a fallacy. So, I mean, at this point in the year, again, it comes down to identity. The Buccaneers know who they are. They have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, if not the greatest quarterback of all time on wow. their roster. You don't even say he's the greatest right off the bat. I wow. take the Buccaneers here. And it's not going to be close. Their loss to the Rams, again, that's more of an aberration. It reminds me a lot of their loss to the Saints last year. They're going to win that game. Which loss to the Saints? The 38-13 loss to the Saints where they got their booties clapped. It was 38-3. to And the, against the Rams, they were scoring points. It was just that, that the game Rams was literally not, were scoring on every drive. Yeah, but that game wasn't as close as it looked. The Rams kind of ripped them a new one. The score was a lot closer than that game actually was. The Bucks were keeping up with them for a while, then at the end it just got away from them. They, that last touchdown they scored was a garbage time touchdown. So you I, take that away, it's, I get that. it's like a three-score game. I get that, but the Rams did score before halftime and score right away in the second half, so that's you doubles can't, you it can't, up there but you too. But, but that's not... You don't penalize them for that. That's I, I'm not... Okay, anyways, but I'm just saying the if they played again... I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks would win, but also the Rams. I got to give them credit; they played really good. I don't know if the Bucks. The, actually, I might be overreacting here. I don't know if they lose another game all season. I think they learn from that one. And They're going to lose one or two more. That's just. It's just an NFL. You're season. right. That's how it's, it is. It's really, but, really difficult to to only lose once. That's that's. The, but I see them like four losses max, probably. All that, season. That's probably about right. But okay. Last game. Monday night football. We have the three and O Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. Led by Derek Carr, going to Los Angeles to take on the L.A. Superchargers, led by Justin Herbert, who just came off an amazing victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a close one for me, Lucas. Honestly, 
I keep going back and forth, but I think I have a final decision. But I want to hear your thoughts first. I think these are both team two division rivals playing very well right now. So I do have the uh, I have the Chargers winning this one. Um, I think that at this point in time, they're just a little bit better than the Raiders. They're both really good teams. Um, but the Raiders almost losing losing to the Dolphins. That's kinda, true. They did have a stinker it, last week. It, it kind of makes me. It made me a little bit more hesitant to uh, to pick them. Yeah, they did win that game, but it did take them overtime to do it, and they almost lost before that. I did also uh, take the home team with the Chargers, but yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if somehow I get that one. Justin wrong, Herbert but. looks really good this year too. He does. He um, looked very good last year, and now guess what? He has a better offensive line than last year. Yeah, so I, I gotta say that I, I do think the Raiders are gonna win that game. I think it's gonna be, or excuse me, the Chargers are gonna win this game. Uh, but I, I could see the Raiders taking it, but uh, it, it's gonna be a close game. But I just feel like the uh, Chargers being the home team and uh, with all that momentum, um, I think it's gonna work out well for them. I think they're gonna win that game. Uh, the Chargers could re, and the Chargers could reasonably um, be three and zero right now had they not uh, choked that game in the Cowboys. So. I don't know if they necessarily choked that game to the Cowboys. It was a really low-scoring back-and-forth game, so I don't know if you could say anyone choked in that one, but I get what you're Well, the rest didn't help them either because they did have that large touchdown taken back from a questionable penalty call. Um, I believe it was a taunting. Yeah, there was a taunting call in that game that that negated like a 50-yard touchdown pass. So That's also potentially a factor, but I think we've talked long enough about Week 4. Thank you for joining us here as we preview week four of the NFL season where we know that ultimately it will end with uh, with the Lombardi Trophy coming back home to Green Bay when Aaron Rodgers gets his second ring. No, I, I, I hope as a Packers so fan. We, I'm just we, messing we, around. We will definitely hope for that. One thing you will not have to hope for is more episodes of this podcast. We'll be back next week uh, with presumably some quick thoughts on uh, how our picks turned out in week four, and we'll be previewing week five for you. Uh, so look forward to that. Um, otherwise, uh, everybody stay well out there, and we'll hear from you soon. Go Pack Go!